Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I'm grateful that you are joining me here today. This podcast is directly from the heart, and it is all about sharing stories so that you know, recognize, and realize you are not alone. We are in this together, and we can do so much more together than we ever can by ourselves, right? When you are walking the journey with someone beside you, it makes those times that are difficult so much easier. And it also makes those really happy, exciting times much sweeter because you're sharing them with someone. And that is what this podcast is all about, just sharing and being here for one another, which is why when I created this podcast, I also created a community space, a place that we can gather off of social media, be with one another, and walk the journey together. So come on by. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now, last week, we did not have an episode because we took a family vacation. And I tried to get in an episode before I left so that I had one on the back burner, but it just did not happen. Going away now with a little one definitely requires a lot more thought and more planning than when it was just Dustin and I. But it is really super sweet to be able to travel with Emma and share the world with her, to see things from her perspective. And it has really kind of forced us to also slow down. Because before, we would be on a different type of schedule. But now with her, you know, you got to have a place for her to nap and you have to really give her the time that she needs to rejuvenate herself and acclimate and all of that. And so it was really a beautiful vacation and we didn't do much. <laughs> we woke up in the morning, Emma had her playtime. Then she would nap for a little bit, and after that, we would go down to the swimming pool, which she absolutely loved. She is definitely going to be a water baby, <laughs> for sure. She was having so much fun in the pool, and it was really cool just to watch her figure it all out, to explore the water, see her be a little bit, you know, unsure, but then gain confidence and feel more comfortable and explore a bit more and then oh my goodness just have this ultimate joy and you think about anything that we're doing in life that is new and there is always that that beginning part where it's intimidating there's all the unknown you have no idea what you're about to embark on and those nerves they're there right because of the unknowns because there's nothing you can do to prepare for what you don't know, right? I mean, you want to, but it's impossible. And then you kind of dip your toe in. You see what's going on. You're involved in it. You're watching, you're learning, you're observing. And all of a sudden, you're getting a little bit more comfortable. You're finding your way around. And you're realizing all of those nerves you had, maybe they're unwarranted because now you can see oh this isn't so bad 
this isn't as intimidating as I thought it was going to be. And you find that level of comfort. And it's beautiful, right? When you can find that level of comfort and really be present in it. Present in whatever it is that you are doing. And then all of a sudden you almost forget that those nerves were there ever at all. Because you're in the groove of it and you're enjoying it. And I think I shared this story on the podcast, but I want to share it again because it's still like, a huge reminder to me when I am doing something new that you have to jump in, even when you have all those nerves and all that fear. And I had been taking yoga for a while, but I had joined a new gym. And so now I was going to take my very first class at this new gym. Class started at seven o'clock at night and it was probably for me to get there is 15 minutes from my house, but I was nervous. And so I left way early because I wanted to make sure that I was on time. I wanted to make sure I made it into the gym okay, that all of that worked out. And I remember pulling into the parking lot at like 6.30, which was way early. And I'm sitting there, breathing, feeling all the nerves. And what are these nerves for? Nerves simply about going into a new space taking a brand new class with a new teacher in a place, yeah, I looked at and saw, but when I looked at it, there was nobody in there. You know, it was an empty room. And what was making me nervous was, where do I put my mat when I go in? And first of all, do I even bring in my mat? Or does everybody just use the mats that are provided? Will I look silly and ridiculous if I carry in my own mat? And which way is the front of the room? I don't want to be, you know, the student in the very, very front. So where do I go? What do I do? And all these possible things, you know, what if I don't know what they're teaching? What if it is so different from the classes I have taken before? What if I can't keep up? What if I'm not good enough to be in this class? I mean, everything, right? All the things running through my head making me feel so nervous, those butterflies, jittering, jittering. And I sat in the car going through all these things and trying to talk myself up and realize it's okay. You know, you can make a fool of yourself and it won't be the end of the world. Say you do put your mat in the front of the class. All right, no big deal. Figure it out. Not a big deal, right? Say you can't keep up. Say the class is beyond challenging for you? What have you always learned in yoga? It's about your own mat. It's not about what the person is doing next to you. It's not about if you can keep up. It's centering yourself into you and doing what you can. And so do that if it becomes overwhelming and so challenging. And I'm sitting there and the nerves are still bubbling, <laughs> even as I am trying to talk myself down. And there was many times when I was thinking, I'm just going to leave. I'm not going to class. Forget this. <laughs> Forget it. I'll try another day. This is too much for me. And then I would think, no, you're here. You showed up. You have to go in. And finally, it was getting close to class time. I did sit in the car for that entire time. 
And I walked in. And I took the class. And the wild thing about this class, which never happened in any of my, my other yoga classes, was there was no front of the room. The way that they taught in this studio, they took the people who were in the front. You know, there was a front, I guess, that you started with. But then all of a sudden we reversed everything and what was the back now became the front. And we just moved between both spaces. So there was never a front. We were constantly in flow. And that was also a wonderful teaching moment for me to realize it's all this flow. What you think might be the front is really the back. What is the back might really be the front. Be in the flow of wherever you are going. And the class that I took was incredible. The teacher was amazing. And I remember walking out of there thinking, thank goodness I walked through these doors. Thank goodness I pushed myself beyond the nerves, beyond all of those butterfly feelings, beyond every single little thought that I had. Thank goodness that I didn't allow myself to give up on myself. And I made it to class. And it began a beautiful journey at that gym where I ended up actually getting certified to be a teacher there and loving, loving all of the classes. But I never would have had that experience, that journey, had I not walked through that door that day. I very easily could have given up. I very easily could have said, this is too much. I'm done. I don't need to put myself through this. But we have to put ourselves through that. We have to go into that zone of discomfort in order to grow, in order to find ourselves rising to that next level. Because if we always stay in our comfort zone, which is amazing, right? It feels great to be in your comfort zone. You know what to expect. You know what's coming around the next corner. You know how you feel. Nothing is going to, you know, <laughs> pop up and surprise you. You're in a groove. You got it. But when you're there, you're kind of just coasting. You're staying where you are, and there is nothing wrong with that. Sometimes in life, that is exactly where we need to be. But then there are these other times where we have to push ourselves beyond we have to step into that discomfort, feel it, and keep moving forward. And to watch my little nine-month-old daughter do that herself was this incredible moment where you see someone going through the steps of it, where she was nervous about the pool in the beginning. But then, you know, she, she didn't stop. She didn't not go in. She found her way through and was loving it at the end. And when you can step back and witness someone going through that entire process, oh, it's incredible. And a real true reminder to keep taking those steps, to keep showing up and doing the things. And so being able to be on vacation with her and with Dustin Oh, it was exactly what all three of us needed. It really gave us a chance to slow down, unwind, 
disconnect where we were. Um, we were in the Cayman Islands, and so we did not have cell service unless we were on Wi-Fi. And I love that because I barely looked at my phone. <laughs> and I haven't been doing so great with that. You know, I've been kind of first thing in the morning, scrolling social media, last thing before bed, doing the same thing. But not having service when we were, you know, out and about on the island really made me kind of forget about my phone a bit. Not stay connected to it. Allow myself to be present with what we were doing, where we were. And there was so much laughter and love and calm and peace and beautiful. Really absolutely beautiful. And now returning home, you know, back to the world that I'm living in. I want to hold on to that calmness. I want to hold on to the connection. Hold on to that presence. And not just fall back into old habits and patterns. Because it can be real easy to do that. And to step away from my phone. Be way more present with those that I'm actually with. Than those who are worlds apart from me. Be present with those right here. And one of the most beautiful gifts I find about traveling is every day we're living life, right? And we're going through the motions, doing the things, sleeping in the same bed, walking through the same doors, driving in my same car. It's all the same. We can be going different places, doing different things, but there's a lot of repetitiveness to what we do in life. But when you step outside of your world and you enter into something else, it becomes really sweet to return home. And there's things that you appreciate more. I appreciate my back porch, which I love dearly, but you kind of take it for granted, you know, when it is just your everyday thing. I appreciate the comfort of my bed and my pillows and how that feels. There is nothing, nothing better than leaving home, spending a few days away, and then coming back and sleeping in your own bed. It is my most favorite thing <laughs> because it just feels so comforting. You know it. You have that way that you can kind of snuggle in, and it's perfect. And so leaving and allowing ourselves to disconnect from our home, disconnect from these spaces that we are in every single day, really gave a new perspective of appreciation for what we do have. And when we left, it was kind of cold and chilly. And now spring is blooming around here. And it's interesting because the view that we had while we were away was the crystal blue ocean, absolutely stunning and gorgeous. But when you're on an island like that, there isn't much greenery. Everything is really the ocean. And so to come home and see this green, green grass, because spring is absolutely in bloom and all the buds on the trees. It was breathtaking. And I don't think I would have appreciated this spring blooming in the way that it did if we were here, because I would have seen it slowly, gradually happening. But it really felt like we left and it, you know, was still kind of that emerging from winter. And then when we came back, it was brilliant brilliant colors 
And it really, really took my breath away. And it's amazing to see the way that nature performs, how it absolutely shows up no matter what. Every season, it's arriving, doing its magic, and showing off. And I love that. The trees around here are oh, so green. We're even just driving down the highway today. And as we were driving, the sky was that beautiful, brilliant blue color with white puffy clouds. And we're going through the mountains, and all the trees in the mountains are this brilliant shades of green. And to just see that contrast of the green and the blue and the white, spectacular. And it's a reminder, look around. See really what is going on around you. What are you noticing? What changes are happening? What is emerging and growing and becoming right in front of you? And pay attention to it. Give yourself this moment and space to be an observer to the world and see what you see. And I have to say, having a little one, it really is forcing me to do that because everything is brand new to her. One of my most favorite things about being away with her is when we would go to a restaurant and eat, or even we were just out in the grocery store or walking around, she was smiling at every single person that passed, trying to get their attention. It was adorable. She had this huge smile. She was making eye contact and really hoping that they would smile back. And when they didn't, she was disappointed. And she would look away and kind of down like, oh, what a bummer. But if somebody smiled back at her, she lit up even more. And it was incredible. She's a little social butterfly. And to watch her personality now start to emerge, she's going to be 10 months this week. Craziness. I don't even know how that happened. But to watch her little personality come to life and you see the parts of her that are Dustin, you see the parts of her that are me, and then just the parts that are her. This social butterfly, that is neither of us, <laughs> you know, but it is absolutely her sweet personality. And it's wonderful, so incredibly wonderful. I feel like she is going to have my stubbornness, but we will see <laughs> how that all plans out. And I know that. As we go through life, she will challenge me in incredible ways. And I'm going to have to learn to work through that. I know I challenged my mom <laughs> in incredible ways. And my mom always said, it's going to come back to you. And it will. I know it absolutely will. But it is a blessing. I can't even imagine what my life with Dustin was like before we had her. It's crazy how that happens. Really, truly incredible. How one thing in your life can change. And then all of a sudden, it feels like this is the way it was meant to be. Always and forever. And that's how it feels with her. And as we are embracing this new journey and figuring it out along the way, making mistakes for certain, you know, nothing is perfect we are getting on each other's nerves at time. We are also falling deeper in love. It is a total roller coaster ride of everything. And it's really forcing me to show up in ways that I didn't have to before. And that is a gift in itself because it's taking me out of my comfort zone. 
really pushing me to see what am I made of? What do I stand for? Who am I? And as we were away, a lot of that was emerging where before we left, I was in this deep struggle with myself. I wasn't feeling confident. I felt knocked down. I was beating myself up over a lot of things. And you know when when the world is kind of pushing at you and there's only so much that you can take, you need to step away sometimes. And you need to give yourself that permission to let go, to allow all of it to just be put on pause because sometimes you have to disconnect in order to come back to yourself. And that's where I was. I really wasn't myself and something had to change. So this time that we had away gave me that moment of pause. It gave me a chance to reflect on where I was struggling, but then also to really look at it in a deeper way and see, okay, this is where I'm struggling. I'm struggling with showing up. I'm struggling with how do I do all the things? How do I be the person that I want to be? But right now in this moment, I don't know who I am. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you where you're in a great groove then it all comes crumbling down and you almost feel like you have no idea who you are. And that's where I was. And I was battling myself. But this time away, I was able to build myself back up. And we need, oh, we absolutely need to do that for ourselves. You can't expect someone to come in and make it all better for you. You have to put your head down, really look inside and see what is going on. And that's what I did. Every morning I woke up and I was journaling and a lot was spilling out. And what was spilling out was this imposter syndrome, feeling like I'm not good enough, feeling unsure in who I was. But I brought myself back to my roots. Who am I? What do I stand for? What do I love? What are the gifts that I really am bringing to the world. And maybe others don't see that. That's okay. But what are they? Because I need to recognize them. I need to fully stand so tall in that and know with confidence that I am contributing, that I am bringing something to this world that no one else can, that me as I am, right now, 100% matters because it always comes back to that, right? Feeling like we're not good enough. Feeling like what we do doesn't matter. And it's important to remember that it always matters. You are always good enough. When you are in this struggle with yourself, you are still deserving. And through journaling and through pulling cards, every morning. And those cards were answering all of my questions. (laughs) I mean, I tell you that I love using these cards and I do because they were making me aware of things that I knew, but wasn't paying attention to, but I needed to pay attention to. 
And it kept telling me to let go of those old stories, to allow myself to release any of the shame I had, to allow myself to know that, yeah, maybe, maybe there were some things that needed a change. And the only way for that change to happen was for me to get shooken to the core so that I did pay attention. Because if I didn't get shaken up, I wasn't going to keep just going on as I was. So we need that kind of turn upside down moments where it doesn't feel great, but it forces us to pause. But leaving vacation, I, I feel good. I feel strong in who I am. I know that I do, you know, like all of us, I have my struggles. But it doesn't mean that what I do doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that I need to make myself smaller and shrink. No, in fact, it's the opposite. What we all need to do is expand to grow, to allow the world to see you. Yes. And that can feel really intimidating at times. Oh, I get it. Deeply, I get it. But what you have is a gift. And not everybody has it. And you need to share it. And if you're kind of uncertain and unsure of how to build yourself back up, I really encourage you to turn to the page. To really allow yourself a moment where you can get down all the things that you're struggling with. And remember that that, what you write that on, you don't need to keep that. Once you're done with it, you can rip it up, you can burn it, you can toss it in the trash. But it's really important to get it out from inside of you. To allow yourself to acknowledge, these are the things I'm feeling. And as I started writing them on the page, I was realizing what I'm feeling isn't even true. I was writing how I was feeling like an enormous failure in my life, that I wasn't being able to hold anything together. And as I'm writing those words, I'm realizing, but look what you do. Look at the way that you show up for your family. Look at the way that you're showing up for your community. Look at the way that you show up at work. And I started to write very specific examples. Look at the way that you're showing up for your Girl Scouts. You're 100% showing up in this world. And yeah, maybe all those things aren't perfect, but nothing in life is ever perfect. And that's okay. And if you look at this long list and you realize, you know what? I have to let go of something. Well, let's talk about that, right? Let's not just sit and judge and put yourself down. Let's get to the truth of the matter. What changes need to happen? For me, the changes that needed to happen was definitely stepping away from my phone, getting back into the groove of moving my body. I've been doing that this month, and oh, I feel like a new person. Because for me, it's not about weight loss. It's more about the, what happens to my mind when I show up and move. Oh, I'm a happier person. I feel better. And I want to just feel overall stronger. I definitely had 
more muscles <laughs> before I had Emma. And I want to get back to that feeling of strength because I know that that also helps me stand a little bit taller and be more proud of myself. My head held high, you know? And so it is a gift to be able to step away, to see the world with different eyes, and then to return home with a heart full of gratitude and appreciation for this everyday life that isn't mundane. It's beautiful and epic. And it is only that way because I choose to make it that way, you know? Rather than look at all the things that, yeah, I wish were different. No. Revel in the beauty of what you are creating and where you are and what goodness there is. Oh, it feels wonderful to be back behind this microphone, to know that you are on the other end. And before we go, I would like to pull a card because like I said in the podcast, these cards are a lifeline for me. They really do open my eyes to all the things that I don't want to really hear, but have to hear. And they allow me the opportunity to pay attention, to listen, and simply just see. So I'm going to pull a card for us to hold in our pockets this week, something that you might need to hear. Allow yourself a moment to take a deep breath in, be fully present with where you are in this moment. Give yourself space to be exactly where you are and know that this card that I am pulling is for all of us in the community. And let's see, what is our card for this week? This week we have Guardian Angel. Oh, what an incredible gift the Guardian Angel is, right? Even just thinking about this, it brings a sense of calm and peace knowing that we are always watched over. Always. And let's see what the book says. And it says, everyone has a Guardian Angel who has been with them since their soul's creation. Now your Guardian Angel is drawn closer to you than ever before. This angel guide knows you, loves you, and accepts you completely. Before your incarnation on earth, you danced across the stars together. If you're feeling overwhelmed or alone, know that your guardian angel is with you to share their love and make you feel safe. You never walk this path alone. Angels are always there to light the way. This card is a huge reminder that you always have their help, support, and companionship available to you. You are an independent soul and often find yourself trying to do everything on your own. But know that even just a quick prayer to your guardian angel can take away some of that pressure. Your angel wants to hear more from you. In order to support you fully, they must be invited to do so. But then no request is too much. Your angel guide was made for you and is dedicated to you. Take time today for an easy and informal conversation with them. Speak openly and in a heartfelt way about your life, any challenges you are facing, and anything you need help with. Through that conversation, their help will find its way to you. 
When you draw this card, they want you to know that they are with you. Oh, and I love this card. I actually drew this card while I was away, and it was so comforting. And the comfort comes in knowing that you're not on the journey alone. There are others that are watching over you. They're guiding you. They're there for you. But they need to hear from you. They want to know what's going on. They want to know how you're feeling, where they can be of help to you. So let them know. Have this conversation. Maybe it's while you're driving in your car, taking a shower, and it could all be right in your head. Maybe you even want to write a note to them. That's what I did while I was away. I wrote a letter to my guardian angel just talking about where I was in this moment and in what areas I really needed help with. Give it a try. See what comes up and allow yourself this permission to be honest and true to yourself. No judgments, just love. I thank you so, so much for being here with me. I will be back with another episode, but until then, have a wonderful week and we will talk soon.